Hey gang, Chad here. Wanted to expand a little bit on what we were talking about yesterday. So we were talking about, you know, straight out of uh, the Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday, looking at where we're at as private practice PT here in the US and talk about where we're going. So, you know, really what we want ideally is PT is the foundation of care, primarily musculoskeletal care or whatever your specialty is. So how do we get there? Well, we've been working on something here for about the last seven years now at Madden PT, but really what started to happen is in the late 2000s, 2008, 2009, we saw the hospital systems coming in and buying physicians in the area. My story, two large corporate PT, companies headquartered both here locally with over 40 combined offices between the two of them here in my immediate area, five pops practices, ton of competition. So we started to ask ourselves a really difficult question. And, you know, there's something kind of unfair that happens where like you get to see us now where literally we have 600 visits scheduled next week now. So you get to see us, you know, where we, we kind of popped out on the other end, but and you don't get to learn about all our failures and misery and all the other stuff that happened. You don't get to see like what it was like from 2009 to 2011 when we were really struggling as a, a business practice. And I even thought like we might have to close our doors. So how we bounced out of that is we ended up asking or I was talking with two other people. I kind of heard myself playing victim a little bit. Hopefully you never had to go through that, but really easy to do. And almost was like nauseated when I caught myself like playing victim. But I started changing the questions that we were asking ourselves. And as I saw our physician referrals crashing and I saw the hospital PT practices growing and anybody that was, a, that was playing that game really well, I changed the question up from like, are we going to survive or not to what would this look like if we had to survive without any physician referrals at all? Because my entire private practice career up to that point we were only surviving on physician referrals. So the quick and easy answer to that is we had to diversify, meaning we couldn't get all of our physicians or all of our new patients, the lifeline of our business from physicians, we had to go through our past patient list and also the general public. And what we ended up doing over time is kind of like building this box. Think of it like a marketing box, a marketing system where we were providing information out in the community and to our past patient list, and then they were they were coming in for care. And now we've completely, I mean, we've lost since 2008, 2009, we've, we've lost 90% of our referral sources. We've had a 90% reduction in physician referrals, yet we're over twice as busy as we were back then, have more than double our business, and exponentially really found a better patient, which carries a lot of benefits as well. So made my life easier, but realize it was only going through that challenge, that struggle, asking a better question on the end that we got there. But anyhow, what we ended up doing is, as many of you know, uh, my co-founder here at BPTM is Carl Mattiola. When Carl and I met a few years back, he was the head of online sales at Tesla. So imagine like as a physical therapist, and this almost sounds unbelievable, but, uh, and I've even had people challenge me on this. They said something along the lines of, there's no way Carl left Tesla to help physical therapists. Oddly, because of a personal story, actual injury that he went through, he was being forced into surgery. He went the physical therapy route and ended up playing college football again without getting surgery because of a deep passion that he has for PT. That really did happen. And he really was hired by Elon Musk. He was at Tesla Motors for two and a half years, and he ended up leaving to bring his skill set into physical therapy. So 
a huge blessing, again, almost unbelievable, but that has happened. And what he ended up doing is building this, we'll call it a box, a box of automation that allows us to go direct to the consumer, whether it's our past patient list or the general public. And it looks something like this for me mentally. Now, I want to start with what we did in the beginning, which was I knew offline marketing really, really well. And I still do. So direct response or direct mail, um, print ads, even TV, radio, stuff like that. I, I understand that. Online, however, I don't understand exactly how the media is used. I know some of the principles. Technically, I cannot do that. Carl is a master at that. And also had a history, was kind of a Silicon Valley legend by the time that we met, not only for what he did at Tesla, which I think one of the things that they did was they went from $450,000 in online sales a week up to $60 million in a week. And they did that in 90 days with him being there as a project manager. He did similar things at Johnson & Johnson and uh, I think three other Silicon Valley startups. Anyhow, he built this automation with an expertise that I could never hope to buy or do. But what it's given us here as a private practice owner now here in Harrisburg, central Pennsylvania, and also 160 other markets all over the world for other practice owners is it's given us leverage to compete with the big boys, you know, compete with the Goliaths of the world, those that have way more money than we could ever have. And they're playing a little bit different game. So I just kind of said, okay, I'll wash my hands with the physician thing. I'll continue to keep good relationships with those physicians who are still allowed to talk with us. Like I'm not going to abandon the relationships, but I'm also going to figure out where we can be stronger. And I wanted to be willing to do something that the POPs, PTs, the hospital PTs weren't willing to do, and that's go direct to, to the consumer. So Carl built this system, a nice little box of automation. I can get a PDF and show that to you another time. But as we've gone along, in the beginning, it was just, can we get somebody from Facebook, one channel, an online channel, to come to a workshop? You've heard me talk a lot about workshops, but that's kind of how it started in the beginning. And what we've done is as we've grown, we're looking at creating like more and more volume here. And this, by the way, this system of automation, system of marketing is called Product X. And there's really three ways that we can grow. The first one, which is kind of like the height, is offering different lead magnets. So right now, we're either driving straight to an appointment, and that's primarily through Google Ads, or we're driving to a workshop. And there, we're, that's primarily through Facebook. However, there's an infinite number of other lead magnets that we could test. So to gain more height, gain more volume that way. So we could go deeper. So we could get, you know, we could do reports or we've tested a book offer or valuable videos, things like that. So that's how we're building what I'll call height that way. On our x-axis, we can look at diagnoses right now. So, you know, in the beginning it was back pain and sciatica. Then we added balance and dizziness. Then we added rotator cuff and shoulder pain. Then we added arthritis. Now we're adding neck. So we're getting more width in that way. So we have multiple offers going up and down, workshops, appointments, soon to be reports and books. Now we're going wider also. So we have a bigger net there. And then we can go deeper, which is adding additional channels. For example, in any given quarter, we'll use up to eight different marketing channels so it could be our patient newsletter, we've used TV, radio, we did an announcement in the clinic or at a, an event that we had internally, it's called a health mentor luncheon. We've announced it there, we've done used Facebook, we use Google ads, we use a local print paper, and we've done direct mail. 
So there I just gave you eight marketing channels that were driving traffic into here. So now what ends up happening is not only do we have something that has some substance vertically with uh, lead magnets, we also have width because we were offering five different diagnoses that we're rotating through. And now we've added depth as well, where we have eight different channels. And that'll continue to expand and we'll add about one of those each quarter through testing that scientifically gives us a better and better chance of being able to not only survive in the marketplace, but also be able to dominate it. And now when one of our therapists are out and about and we have our shirts on, people say, oh, I know who you are. Aren't you the person in that video? I see, they'll say stuff like, I see you everywhere. So we've been able to build some authority celebrity expertise. The point of this is not like to be braggadocious or for me to tell you like, uh, you know, how great we are as PTs. And I'm sure if we took a look at the letters after our name, you have way more certifications or letters or expertise, true scientific expertise as a clinician after your name than what I do. What I'm trying to get you to see is that if you understand how this works and you understand direct response marketing, and you understand how to diversify and build authority celebrity expertise with proven marketing tools, a lot of good can happen for you. And it's not just, you know, I, I know many times we get all caught up in profitability and money and that is kind of a, a volatile snake pit. It's a slippery slope to talk about that. But more importantly, think about the impact that you're leaving in your community. Think about the people who are in pain and just want to get back to normal. Naturally, who you're helping do that, they're achieving their goals, they're graduating from physical therapy, they're getting back to their life without unnecessary medications, injections, and surgery. And think about that, that lasting legacy that you can leave in your community. At the same time, imagine if the marketing problem was kind of wiped off your plate. Would you be able to focus more on your business a little bit more, working on your business rather than in it all the time and treating all the patients? It almost forces you when we have, like, I just looked ahead, we have 36 new patients scheduled already next week. So 600 visits, 36 new patients scheduled already next week. What that has forced us to do is work more on our personnel, finding PTs, finding PTAs, other clinicians, et cetera, growing our staff, getting training in place for our staff. It has forced us to work on our business in ways of through finance and metrics and legal and ethics and compliance and everything else that you can imagine there, but putting better systems in place because of this inflow of patients that we have coming in and the impact we're leaving in the area. I want the same exact thing for you. I know that can happen. So here's what we're working on. This was kind of like my thought of the day, this major cognition that I had this week about how we're really building this out. But if we're going to see this happen, go from where we're at today to where we want to be and truly be the musculoskeletal experts, we have to be able to harness a marketing system that goes direct to the consumer. Awesome. Thanks for being here. I'll see you in the next video.